You're a woman, and you're defenseless, and you're alone on a desolate moor in the dark, handcuffed to a murderer who'd stop at nothing to get you off his hands. If that's the situation you enjoy, my lovely, have it and welcome. Welcome to Hudson Valley Radio Theater. We are proud to bring you the classic suspense story, The 39 Steps. This production is being sponsored by Studio KTM in Red Hook, New York, the Hudson Valley's only naturally certified organic hair color location. This mesmerizing mystery of murder and spies is loosely based on the novel by John Buchan and inspired by the timeless Hitchcock movie. It's a fast-paced adventure that begins in the audience of a London music hall, where Richard Henay is approached by a mysterious young woman named Annabella. And in the process, he gets more than he bargained for. But first, the theater manager has appeared on stage to announce the feature act one of the most remarkable men in the world, Mr. Memory. Is he taken? No. No, I don't think so. Well, would you mind moving your coat? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's quite all right. There you are. Thanks. Ah, she was rather good, wasn't she? I beg your pardon? I said she was rather good. Oh, yes, she was. Was that the first turn? No, no, that must have been the third or fourth. Uh, I understand that this is the best music hall in London. Yes, it is. Haven't you ever been here before? No, I just arrived from Canada a few days ago. Oh. You know, I don't usually like music hall entertainment. Would you please be quiet? I want to hear the next act. Oh, I beg your pardon. Ladies and gentlemen, with your kind attention and permission, I have the honor of presenting to you one of the most remarkable men in the world. Every day he commits to memory 50 new facts and remembers every one of them. Facts from history, facts from geography, facts from newspapers, from scientific books. Millions and millions of them think of the strain involved by his prodigious feet. His feet ain't half as big as yours, Cully. <laughs> I'm referring to his feats of memory. Oh! 
but test him. Ladies and gentlemen, ask him your questions and he'll answer fully and freely. Mr. Memory. Thank you, thank you. Question, please. Ladies first. Where's me old man been since last Saturday? On the booze. Out with a looker. <laughs> uh, a serious question, please. What won the Derby in 1921? Mr. Jack Jules, humorist, with Steve Donahue up, one by a length, odds six to one, second and third. Craig and Aaron and Lemonora. Am I right, ma'am? Right. Who was the last British heavyweight champion of the world? Henry VIII! Me old woman. <laughs> it was Bob Fitzsimmons. He defeated Jim Corbett, heavyweight chairman of America at Carson City, Nevada in October 1897. He was then 34 years of age. Am I right, sir? Right! You know, I think I'm going to ask him a question. Why tell me about it? Another question, please? How far is Winnipeg from Montreal? Ah, gentlemen from Canada. You are welcome here, sir. Winnipeg, the third city of Canada, the capital of the province of Manitoba. Distance from Montreal, 1,424 miles. Am I right, sir? Quite right. Get up! I've got to get out of here! Come on, I'll, I'll help you. Please, please, I've got to get out! Well, take my hand! Will you get out of my way? Take my hand and let me clear the way for you. Thank you. Out of the way, coming through, give us room. Coming through, ladies coming through. There's the door. Hurry, hurry, please. Coming through. Hey, who do you think is shoving you? Hey, there's a lady coming through. Ah, there we are. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, don't mention that. I want to get out myself. May I come home with you? What? What? <laughs> Did my ears deceive me, or did you say may I come home with you? Yes, please. It sounds like very excellent ideas. But what is the idea? Don't ask questions, just take me home. I'll tell you when we get there. Well, that's what you want. Come on, there's a bus. You are. I'll turn on the light. Not yet. Why? What's the matter? Here, let me turn this chair. Now you can turn on the light. What's this all about? Would you mind turning that mirror face to the wall? Afraid somebody outside might see you? Exactly. <laughs> oh, now you know. I haven't that bad a reputation. I'm not worried about your reputation, please. Well, <laughs> all right, all right. You know, you don't have to go out looking for adventure. No, you carry it with you, like a child playing alone. Oh, by the way, my name is Hannah. Am I allowed to know yours? Smith. 
Hmm. Oh. Yes, that's all right. Here, I'll take your coat. Thank you. Do you want to know more about me? What do you think I do for a living? Actress? Not in the way you mean. Hmm, chorus. No. Sorry, out for adventure? That's right. That's interesting. Don't answer that telephone. Why not? Because I think it's for me. Well, now listen, now. I. Please don't answer it. All right, I'll string it along. I guess I owe you an explanation. Well, I was hoping we'd get around to that. I suppose your name really isn't Smith. It depends on where I am. You may call me Annabella. Oh, Annabella Smith, eh? A clergyman's daughter, I suppose. Hey, what makes you so nervous? Followed by the shot at the theater? That shot was fired at me. There were two men in that theater who wanted to kill me. Oh, now you really should be more careful about choosing your gentleman friends. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Why don't you make it easy for me now, do you? A beautiful, mysterious woman being pursued by a gunman? Sounds like a spy story. That's exactly what it is. You're a spy? I prefer the word agent. For what country? For any country that pays me. I suppose you've come here to dig up some great big state secret, eh? No. As a matter of fact, I'm here to save a secret from being dug up. A very important secret of this country, not because I love England, but because it will pay me better that way. Thank you, on behalf of the British Empire. No, this is serious. A very clever agent of a certain foreign power is on the point of obtaining a secret vital to your air ministry, I tracked two of his men to that music hall. Unfortunately, they recognized me. That's why they're after me now. Have you ever heard of a thing called, uh, persecution mania? You don't believe me. Frankly, I don't. Go and look down into the street, then. What? Go to the window. Look down into the street. You will probably see two men lounging around opposite the entrance to this building. Well, all right, I'll take a look. Might as well give you a chance to prove your preposterous theory. Oh, well, if you win. They're there. Yes, they're there. I'd hoped I'd shaken them off. I'm going to tell you something which, is, which isn't very healthy for you to know. But now that they've followed me here, you're in this just as much as I am. How do you mean? Have you heard of... The 39 Steps. What's that, pub? Never mind. The important thing is that a state secret will be taken from this country unless I stop those men. Well, why don't you phone the police or something? Because they wouldn't believe me any more than you did. And if they did, how long do you think it would take them to get going? Oh no, these men act quickly. And you don't know how clever their chief is. He's clever. And ruthless. Well, who is he? What's his name? He has a dozen names. And he can look like a hundred people. But there's one thing he can't disguise. Part of his little finger on the left hand is missing. 
And if ever you should meet such a man, be very careful, my friend. I'll remember. Meanwhile, what are you going to do? May I stay here? Well, you're welcome to my bed here. I'll catch a nap on the couch. Thank you. Now see here, I'm going to lock you in the bedroom. No, there's no need of that. Oh yes, after all, if your story is true, your safety is pretty important to England. I'm going to lock you in the bedroom, then if those men force their way into the apartment, they'll have to deal with me and they won't be able to get to you. Thank you, Mr. Hannay. Oh, and I'm very tired. Do you think it would be all right if I went to the bedroom now? Don't get up. Stay in that chair till I switch the lights off. <laughs> well, you've certainly changed since you came in here, Mr. Hannay. time. Just hold me. They, they came in by the window. <coughs> they couldn't open the door to get to you. <gasps> but you're next. Now see here, stop talking. You're too weak to talk. No. <gasps> Listen, hold me. I must tell you, man <coughs> in Scotland, in Altna Shellac. <coughs> Altna Shellac. Go to him and tell him. Who is he? What's his name? His. His name. His name, Annabella. His name. Mr. Hannay? Yes. Is Annabella dead? Who is this? Never mind. Is Annabella dead? Yes, you did your work well, but you won't get away with it. Have you called the police? You and I both know the police would only arrest me. <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, I'd advise you call them. If you come out without the police, we will kill you, Hannay.
Who's there? You the milkman? I am. I up bright and early for such a fine gentleman. Can you use a pound? Oh, what's a catch? Well, I want to borrow your cap and coat. I want to dress myself up like a milkman. Oh, what's a big idea? Well, I want to make a getaway. Ah, do a bunk? Uh, yes, yes. I say, what have you been up to? Well, I have to trust you. There's been a murder committed on the first floor. By you? No, no, no. Did you see those two men hanging around across the street? Yes. They committed the murder. Oh, oh, I see. Yes, now I suppose they're waiting over there, just good as go for a copper to come and arrest them. This is quite true. They're spies. They murdered a woman in my flat, and now they're waiting for me. Ah, come off it. Funny jokes at five in the morning. But, well, uh, uh, all right, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Are, are you married? Yes, don't rub it in. Well, I'm in, uh, I'm not married. I'm a, I'm a bachelor. Well, congratulations. Yeah, there's a woman living here on the first floor. Is there now? Yes, yes. I paid her a call last night, and I've been wanting her to go home since midnight. Uh, what's preventing you? Those men, they're uh, her brothers. Now do you see? Oh, call. Why'd you tell me before, old fella? I only wanted to know, to be told, trying to kid me with a lot of talk about murders and spies. Here, Woodstone, and put on my little hat. There you are. Here, take the pound. Oh, thank you, Governor. Here's my bottles. Just leave me my pony and cart around the corner. So long, old sport. Thanks again. Right-o. Ticket to Aberdeen, Scotland, please. How do you do? Well, good day, sir. The conductor tells me this is my compartment. Is there room? Sit down. Thank you. Are you a traveling man? 
No, no. I am. I travel in women's underwear. You interested? Ah, always. <laughs> yes. I got a new corset I'm selling this trip. The Streamline. You know, I could never understand how people put up with the old-fashioned sorts. All bones and no bends. But mine... <laughs> put a pretty girl inside of mine, sir, and she needn't be ashamed anywhere. Uh -huh, yeah. I say, I must be boring you. Yes, yes, I guess I'll look at the paper. No, no, you're not bothering me. Mm-hmm. I say, there's been another woman murdered in a West End flat. What? Woman murdered in a West End flat. Hmm. At Portman Mansions in Portman Place. Oh, yes, I know where that is. A well-dressed woman of about 30, with a knife in her back. The tenant, Richard Anne, is missing. Ah, oh, missing. <laughs> he did it all right. What did the police say? The police theory is that, uh... Oh, well, if that isn't the blasted limit... What is? Is there no honesty in this world at all? Now look here, sir. Look at this advertisement. Now I ask you. The new bodyline rubber panty corset. On sale today at McPherson Brothers. Seventeen and nine pence. Why? Why they're underselling us. Oh, what did the police, did the police say who did it? Brazier to match, four and eleven pence. Yes, yes, that's too bad. But what about that murder you were telling me about? Lost the murder, sir. I got to look through this paper at all the other ads. Now, let me see now. Here? What is this? Where can I get the paper? Well, we're coming into a station. Why don't you get off and buy one? Uh, yes, I'll do that. Pardon me. Oh, pardon me, conductor. But have I time to go over What and, is uh, it, sir? I was wondering if I have time to go over there conductor! and to buy a... Conductor! Oh, yes, sir. I'm from the police. As soon as the train starts, I'll be. I'll want to search every compartment. Oh. Yes, we. We're after a, a man named Richard Hannay, a West End murder. Right, sir. Now, what was it you wanted, sir? Oh, never mind. The train's starting. It's too late now. Oh. Oh, pardon me. May I come in? <sighs> Well, I'm sure there are other compartments that are not in use. Well, I'm afraid I have to make use of this one. And you. I beg your pardon. 
Look, I'm desperate. The police are looking for me, but I'm innocent. When they come into this compartment, take your cue from me. You do exactly as I want you to. I shall hand you over. That's what I shall do. You do, and I'll... Well, you'll die one second later. Oh, darling, of course I love you. Oh, darling, kiss me. No! Oh, guess there's no murderer in here. You! Uh, you! I'm terribly sorry. I had to do it. Now look here. My name is Hannah. They're after me, but I swear I'm innocent. You've got to help me. I've got to keep free for the next few days. Oh. All right. I don't blame you for slapping me, but please listen. You're despicable. You've got to let me stay here. It isn't just for my sake. Yeah, beg pardon, you too. What is it, officer? Uh, I'm sorry to disturb you again, but have either of you seen a man come by here in the past few minutes? This is the man you want, I think. What? She's joking. But when I looked in just a moment ago... He barged his way in here and forced me to kiss him. Told me his name is Hannay. Oh? Is your name Hannay? No. It is. He just told me so. He said he's wanted for murder. And I told you I was innocent too, didn't I? Why'd you leave that out? Your name is Hannay then. Of course it is. You're under arrest, Mr. Hannay. And it's my duty to warn you that anything you say may be used against you. Officer, may I smoke? Go ahead. Want one? No, thanks. You know I'm innocent. I don't know anything of a sort. No? Well, you seem to trust me. Do I? Yes, yes. You haven't even handcuffed me. <clears throat> if I handcuffed you, then I'd be handcuffed too, and I hate handcuffs. Oh, well, that's quite understandable. You couldn't do anything anyway. The door's locked. Oh, that's quite true. What did you kill her for? I didn't kill her. Oh, come off it. This ain't official. I'm just curious. Why do you think I killed her? Oh, well, well because you were in love with her. Oh, that's a strange reason for killing a girl. No, oh, maybe she was in love with you, and you couldn't get rid of her. Hmm, that's it, that's it. Ah, uh -huh, I thought so. Yes, yes, she's always, always pestering me. Wanted me to kiss her all the time, tell her I loved her. You know how it is. Oh, I know. Yeah, well, I know. You know, I couldn't even eat a meal in peace. I couldn't take her to the theater unless we sat way in the back row. You know, she really, she was always getting me to take her to the zoo. Now, do you realize how many lonely places there are at the zoo where a woman can, can trap a man? You don't mean it. Yes. Fact is, I remember the night I murdered her. It was, well, I'll tell you, that was just the last straw. What happened? She came to my apartment. 
I didn't expect her, you understand. Yeah. I wanted to be alone with my chest set, but she came in, and when I heard what she wanted, I couldn't stand it anymore. Everything went red before me. I was blind. I was blind with rage. What happens? What does she want? She wants me to take her to the zoo again. Ah, oh, see here. Well, 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 you're trying to pull my leg. Of course I am. I told you I didn't murder her. Ah, I give up. Oh, are we coming to a station? No, uh, no, just slowing down for the bridge. Huh? Oh, you sure you don't want me to join me in a cigarette? Uh, I might as well. Here you are. Uh, thanks. Hey! Let go! <laughs> so long. Hey, hey! Don't jump out there! You'll, you'll get killed! Don't jump! your fire, fool. Right, sir. He's undercover. This Hannah is a smart man, probably crawling from one bush to another on the side of the hill. Well, I was only trying to shoot without having seen him, sir. Well, don't do it. I wish those other fools would stop shooting too. He's bound to come out in another place. Oh, well, still and all, sir, I don't see nothing. Just a moment. There he is. Where? Wait a moment. Don't shoot. You see? He's up on the brow of the hill, out of rifle range. We'd best get after him. No, no, wait a moment. Look, you see? There, he's gone. Down the other side of the hill. We'd best get after him, that's what I'd say. No, 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 wait. I've a better plan. We'd never catch him that way. He's got too big a lead. And besides, he'll go down the hill on the other side a lot faster than we can ever go up on his side. But what are we to do? We're going to count on the fact that he's a human being. He'll get tired and get hungry. He's been running around all day and he hasn't eaten since before he got on that train. He's going to have to sleep somewhere tonight. That's when we'll catch him. How, sir? You go round up the others. We're going to stop in at every farmhouse and every barn in the whole countryside tonight. Sir, could you direct me to Altmont Shalock? Aye, straight along the road and cross the lock. Thank you. Are you looking for work? Uh, yes, I'm a chauffeur. Uh, you'll find no work at Altmont Shalock. 
Oh, nobody business around here? Only Sir Andrew. And he won't be wanting ye. He's had the same chauffeur for 40 years. Oh, I see. Uh, are there no newcomers around? Aye, there's an Englishman, a kind of professor. Professor? Aye, he lives at Alt Noxilock. Okay, thanks, I'll try that. He'll not try tonight. It's 14 miles. Hmm, well, uh, could you put me up for the night? Free? Oh, no, no, I'll pay. Aye, then, uh, can you eat the herring? <laughs> I could eat half a dozen right now. Uh, can you sleep in a bed box? I can try. Two and six. Take it now. Thank you. <clears throat> Come in. Thank you. Woman. Aye, what is it? Uh, the gentleman will stay with us tonight till morning. Go make up the box bed. Very well. Your daughter? My wife. Oh. You'd best be going with her and see your room. Yes, I'll do that. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Uh, this is your bed. Could you sleep there, do you think? You try and stop me. <laughs> ah, you be tired. Oh, I'll say I am. Won't you sit down, please, while I make up the bed? Oh, thank you. You been in these parts long? No, I'm from Glasgow. Did you ever see it? No, no. Ah, you should see Soshi Hall Street with all its fine shops and Argyle Street on Saturday night with the trams and the lights and, oh, and the cinema palaces and the crowds. <laughs> oh, hi. And it's Saturday night tonight. Like to be there? I. You certainly don't get all those things out here. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you always miss them? Or just on Saturday nights? I... I, I didn't like to say. Well, now, I've never been to Glasgow, but I've been to Edinburgh, Montreal, and London. I'll tell you about London at supper. Oh, my husband would not approve of that, I doubt. Why not? Oh, he says it's best not to think of such places and all the wickedness that goes on there. Then why not listen now? What do you want to know? Well, is it true that all the ladies paint their toenails? <laughs> Some of them. And the London ladies look beautiful? Oh, they do. Yes, they do. Oh, but they wouldn't. If you were beside them. You ought not say that. What ought he not to say? Uh, uh, oh. I was just saying to your wife that I prefer living in the town rather than the country. Yeah, God made the country. Go, woman. Get supper for us. 
More pudding, sir? Uh, no, thank you. Um, oh, I've been fed extremely well. Oh, thank you. You want to look at the weekly paper? It just came today. Yes, I'd like that very much. Thank you. You best look at it right away. I'll want it when I come back. I'm going to water the cattle. Woman, get the dishes done, you hear? Aye, John. Wouldn't you care to look at the paper? Oh, no, thank you. I read it this afternoon. Indeed. I'm surprised. Does your husband allow you to read the paper? I, I, I'd best clear the table. You have not told me your name, sir. Oh, Han, uh, Hammond. Oh, it would not be Hannay, would it? What made you think that? You're greatly interested in that murder in London. You, you looked almost greedy reading about it, and and you fit the description of the murderer. What makes you think that he's a murderer? What makes you think that he's guilty? Is he not? No. I want to believe that. It's true. Oh, the poor man. Everybody chasing him now. Everybody against him. If he did not commit the murder, then... He didn't. He needs a friend. Yes. Yes, he needs someone who knows what it is to be friendless. Someone who has warm human sympathy because she suffered herself. Because she has needed warmth and sympathy herself. I know too well what you mean, Mr. Hannay. Hammond. Excuse me, Hammond. This man they're looking for, you know, I imagine the police are combing the Scottish moors for him. I imagine they're knocking on the door of every house and asking the people if they've seen this man. Aye, it would be lucky for him if someone misdirected them. Yes, someone who has sympathy. Someone who has received sympathy from him? Oh, we're a full 15 minutes late to bed tonight. We are that. Yeah, we've earned twice the money that beggar paid us. Him eating our food, reading our paper, and keeping us up. Oh, he was no bother, John. Was he now? You took a fine fancy to that live buck woman. No, John. Yes, woman. I know when you're thinking sinful thoughts. And I know a sinful man when I lay my eyes on him. Please, John, what you're saying isn't true. Are you coming to bed now? In a minute. Why do you keep watching out the window? Oh, no reason. Just thinking your sinful thoughts, eh? No, John. Well, then blow out the candle. Come to bed. Hey, John. Mr. Hannay. Mr. Hannay, wake up. What is it? What is it? A, a car's coming. That'll be the police. You, you'd best be going. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hurry up and don't let them catch you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I slept in my clothes. I'll never forget you for doing this. Now, which way do I go? Wait, I'll show you. Hey, making love behind my back. John! I might have known. Get out, woman. Wait, just a minute now. Yes, and you, sir. Get out of my house. I go, go! And leave you like this? It's your chance at liberty. Get out, both of you! You don't understand. Now look here. You're wrong about all this. She was trying to help me. Yeah, eh? To bring shame and disgrace upon the house. She was trying to help me escape from the police. The police? Yes, the police. They're after me for murder. What? Now they're here. She only came to warn me. I told her about this uh, this evening. Don't let them in, please. Stay out of my here. I'll make it worth your while. How much? Five pounds. You got that much? Yes, yes. Give it me. After they're gone. Give it to me now or I'll turn you over to them. All right, here it is. All right. Get back into the bed. Shut him in, woman. Hide him. Do not get into bed. I do not trust him. But he took the money. Aye, he could not resist it. Here, let's open the window and listen. Shh. The Portland Place murder? Eh? How should I know out of a murder? You didn't see anybody go by here? Well, no. <coughs> I might or I might not. Is there a reward? Yes. How much is it? A hundred pounds. Uh, that's little enough for catching a murderer. He was right. He's asking if there's a reward for you if you get catched. I'll blast him. He'll argue a bit before he lets him in. Now's your time. All right, show me the way. Here, right. Oh, your jacket's terrible light colored. I'm afraid they'll see you. Here, you'd best take this black one. Is this your husband's coat? Aye, his best Sunday coat. But never mind, they mustn't see you. But what will happen to you? Well, I, I'll say I couldn't stop you. He'll not ill-treat you? Oh, he'll pray at me now, but no more. Go now! What's your name? Annie. Goodbye, Annie. Bless you all the days of your life for this. Get him, sir. They've got his scent. Yes, I know. But they're going to lose it. This Hannah is no fool. He'll go into the lock. Then what good would the dogs be?
Jet Farmer said Anne was inquiring about the professor at Old Nashalak. Well, if we lose him, we'll go straight to the professor's cottage. How do you do? You're the professor? Yes. Oh, let me in, quick. I don't believe I will. Who are you? You wouldn't, want, you wouldn't know my name. What if I come from Annabelle Smith? Oh, come in. Thank you. Well, sir, what about our mutual friend, Annabella Smith? Oh, she's been murdered. Murdered? Oh, I'm so sorry, but then in our line of work, tell me about it. Haven't you read the Portland Mansions Affair? Oh, so that was Annabella. And the man? I was the man. Excuse me, there's someone at the door, someone not so impetuous as to pound as you did. I suggest that you sit quietly in the far corner so that you'll not be seen from the door. Ready? Yes. Gentlemen. Where are the police? Have you seen any strangers about this morning? This morning, no. You haven't seen any suspicious looking parties? No. No one called at the house? No. No one looking for a job? No, one at all. <sighs> Get rid of them. Get rid of them. <sighs> Very good, sir. We're looking for a murderer. We mm. thought he might come here. Mentioned your place. Said he might look for a job here. Then, if it's a very wise murderer, he won't come near my house. I'll let you know if he does. Thank you, sir. Good day. Well, Mr. Hannay, I suppose I can call you by your right name now. I think the police will bother you no longer. Uh, I, I want to thank you very much, sir. Oh, not at all. Now, tell me more about Annabella. Why did she send you to me? I wasn't even sure it was you. I just knew that it was somebody in Altma Shalak. She was coming here about some air ministry secret. She said it would be smuggled out of this country unless we could see someone in Altma Shalak first. Oh. Some foreign agent is going to take the secret out of this country unless we can stop him. Did she tell you what the foreign agent looked like? Oh, no, no, no. She, uh... Oh, yes! There, there's one part of his little fingers missing. Which one? Oh, I, uh, she... Uh, I believe she said it was his right hand. Are you sure it isn't the left hand? No, I'm not sure. Why do you ask? Because... It is the left hand, you see. You. Yes, Mr. Hannay. 
I'm afraid I've been guilty of leading you down the garden path. Or is it up? I can never remember. Why didn't you turn me over to the police? Because you would tell your story. They wouldn't believe it, I suppose, but they might check it. They might, they just might find that you were telling the truth. That would be very embarrassing for me. What are you going to do with me? Well, that's just the point. What am I going to do? do with you, huh? You're an engaging fellow, Mr. Haney. I'd hate to hurt you, but, well, you see, I'm just about to convey some very vital information out of the country. Then Annabella was right. Oh, yes. Annabella was an excellent secret agent. I often tried to get her to work with me, but she wanted too much money. <laughs> well, that's neither here nor there. The question is still, what am I going to do with you? And I'm afraid I know the answer. All right, let's have it. Well, I don't think this revolver could be traced back to me. You're going to shoot me? Well, I'm afraid there's no alternative, Mr. Hannay. All right. Don't move. Oh, such a pity. He was such a young man. So ends the first half of Hudson Valley Radio Theater's production of The 39 Steps. Sponsored by Studio KTM in Red Hook, New York, the Hudson Valley's only Naturalique certified organic hair color location. In a moment, we will return to our story. It'll be early the following morning. Hanay awakens restlessly in an armchair. Suddenly, he jumps from the chair and stands in the middle of the room, staring down at the handcuffs which are dangling from his wrist. Pamela, on the other side of the room, smiles cheerily. Trust me, their adventure is just beginning. Woman, I cannot find my hymn book. Your hymn book? Well, where did you leave it? In the breast pocket of my overcoat. It was hanging here. Oh, John, I, I'm afraid I gave your coat to that gentleman who was staying here that night. That murderer! You little fool! So you're right, Cases. Yes, Sheriff. But I've never seen it happen to a hymn book before. I've never encountered such a peculiar set of events in all my years as Sheriff of Alton and Shylock. Well, that's not surprising, you know. The bullet this Professor Fad stuck in the hymn book, huh? Yes. Well, I'm not surprised, Mr. Henley. Some of these hymns are terrible hard to get through. I I've stuck at them myself before now. Hymns that have helped me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good one, Mr. Hanley. That's fine, yeah. And to think that I've had drinks with that professor, accepted his hospitality. Well, it's a lesson uh, for all of us. How did you escape? Well, of course. He thought I was dead, and while I was still unconscious, he dragged me into the dressing room. When I came to, I got out of the window and came here. Now, Sheriff, I don't want to hurry you or anything, but you ought to be taking some sort of action. This is serious, you know? Oh, I know. Well, I mean, if it weren't for, I'd be, I'd never put myself in your hands with a murder charge hanging me over me. Well, never heed the murder, Mr. Hannay. I, I don't doubt they'll be able to convince Scotland Yard of your, your innocence as, as you convinced me. Uh, I've sent for someone at the police station next door to come and take your statement, Don. Oh, thank you. Mm. Uh, you, you wishing to see me, Sheriff? Yes, indeed I was. Do you think I enjoy playing for time with a murderer? Murderer? Certainly. Hannah, you're under arrest on charge of willful murder of a woman unknown in Portland Mansion, London Tuesday last. Inspector, take him over to the county jail. Aye. But Sheriff, you heard my story. You believed it. Uh, come along now. It's true, every word of it. Hannay, we're not so daft in Scotland as smart Londoners may think. Do you think I believed your cock and bull story about the professor? Why, he's my best friend. But if the professor didn't shoot me, where did the bullet come from? Oh, that's easy. From one of your pursuers on the moor. Isn't that so, Inspector? Aye, that's so, sir. I had a shot at him myself. Mm -hmm. I demand that you allow me to telephone the High Commissioner for Canada. A drunk call? For a murderer? Too expensive. Come along. Come along. Take your hands off me. Hey, stop him! Oh, the idiot. Oh, out the window. After him! Oh, excuse me. Oh! Who are you? Get out of this car. Oh, don't tell me it's you again. That foolish girl from the train? Oh, Hannay, the murderer. Listen, listen. They're after me again. You've got to believe me this time. I didn't do it. Now get that through your head, can't you? I didn't do it. And unless I'm kept from the police, a vital secret of this country will be smuggled to a foreign power. Now start this car and drive me to safety. I will not. All right, then. I will. Let me get to the driver's seat. No! Get <laughs> Just help! 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 Move over! Move <gasps> over! What is it, miss? This man. He's a murderer. This is Richard Hannay. Oh, ho, Hannay! Raise your hands. You little fool. I suppose you think you've been clever. Are you an officer? Yes, ma'am. Well, will you please tell your prisoner not to insult me? You try and stop me. That's enough, Hannay. You come along with me. Couldn't you realize I was speaking the truth in the railway carriage and just now? I prefer not to talk to you. All right, all right. But in all frankness, will you put a call through to the High Commissioner for Canada in London and tell him that an enormously important secret? <laughs> that will do, Hannay. An enormously important secret is being taken out of this country by a foreign agent. He has, has that penetrated? <sighs> Right to the funny bone. 
Haven't you any sense at all? Put that call through or refer them to me. Will you do this? No. Good night. Beg pardon, miss, but I'd like you to come to. Whatever for? To identify the prisoner formally. I'll take you both to the police station in my car. And then I'll drive you back here, miss. Oh, oh, well. All right. If it's absolutely necessary, let's get this over with. on the corner. You're running past it. Officer, tell the driver. The driver knows where he's going. We're not exactly going to the police station, miss. Well then, where are we going? Inverary. Inverary? Yes, this man is to be questioned by the sheriff principal. Well, how far is it to Inverary? 40 40 miles. Keep quiet, Annie. Sorry. Isn't the man going the wrong way? Surely Inverary's to the left. The bridge has uh, fallen down on the road, miss. <sighs> you say you're a policeman. Might I see your badge? You shut your mouth. No, I won't. I want to make a bet with you. I'll bet you haven't got a badge, and I'll lay 100 to 1 that the man you're taking us to see has the top joint of his little finger missing. What about it? You shut your mouth. Ha! <laughs> I win. Hello. Yes, this is the professor. Yes. You say Hobbs has him? Oh, good. You're sure? You saw him taken yourself? Fine. With a girl? Oh, dear me, that's too bad. Why? (laughs) You great booby. Simply because I don't too much mind killing Hannah again, so to speak, but I shall regret very much disposing of an innocent girl. Go ahead. Tell the young lady who your boss really is. You shut your mouth. Yes, I wish he would, too. And officer, if he doesn't, I hope you'll gag him. Oh. <laughs> I think he's off his head. All right, all right. Oh, blast it. What are we stopping for, driver? It's a flock of sheep. They're all over the road. Yes. Uh, We'd never get through them. Well, can we go back the other way? No, I told you. The bridge is down. We'll have to get out of the car and scare them off the road. There are too many of them. I'll help you. What about Anne? Oh, don't mind me. I'll fix Anne. Miss, how'd you like to be a special constable? Uh, Well, I, uh... What do you mean? Handcuffs. Don't put those things on me. What are you doing? Come on, Hannah. Hold out your wrists. I suppose I must. No. No. Ah, There we are. Now, miss, as long as you stay, he stays. Come on, driver. Yes, sir. Uh, 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 
Well, how do you like being handcuffed to me? I'll thank you not to talk to me. You don't think I tend to stay here, do you? Well, you can't get away as long as we're handcuffed. Oh, no. All right, all right. I'm going to keep my hand over your mouth. And you may as well not struggle. We're going to run for it. All right, let's go. Come on, run, run. I think we got away all right. What chance have you got tied to me? Oh, keep that question for your husband. You know, those policemen will get you as soon as it's daylight. They're not policemen. Oh, where did you find that out? Well, you found it out yourself. I wouldn't have known that that was the wrong road. They were taking us to their boss, and heaven help you if they ever catch either either of us. Oh, you're still sticking to your petty novelette spy story. Oh, no. There are 20 million wo women in this island, and I've got to be handcuffed to you. Now look here, I'm telling you the truth, and I told it to you once on the train, and again this evening, now I'm telling it to you for the third time. There's a dangerous conspiracy against England, and we're the only people who can stop it. Please don't tell me that stupid lie ever again. All right, all right, look. I'm just a plain common murderer who stabbed an innocent defenseless woman in the back not four days ago. Now, how do you like that story? I don't know how innocent you may be, but you're a woman. You're defenseless. You're alone on a desolate moor in the dark, handcuffed to a murderer who'd stop at nothing to get you off his hands. Now, if that's the situation you prefer, my lovely, have it and welcome. I'm not afraid of you. For all you know, I may murder one woman a week. So listen to a bit of advice. From now on, you do every single thing I tell you to do, and you do it quick. Oh, you big bully. You know, I like your pluck, but I don't like you much. Now, come on, there's an end. Well, what of it? We're going in there. What for? That's my business. Oh, we're handcuffed. Come on, shut up, will you? Now, remember what I said. You back me up in every single thing I say or do. Now, that penetrated your pretty head. Oh, only just. All right, come on now. Put yourself together. Put your hand in my pocket. Oh. Come on, put it in there so they won't see the handcuffs. Hello? Hello? Oh, come in, moms. Come in, sir. Oh, my, my, the young lady's terrible wet. Oh, well, we had an accident with our car a few miles back. Oh, then you'll be wanting to stay the night. Ah, yes. Well, we've just one room left with one bed in it, but you'll not mind that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Quite the reverse. <laughs> Your man and wife, I suppose. Oh, yes. Aren't we, dear? Yes. James! Uh, uh, I'm coming. James, here's a young couple wants to register. Aye, aye. Here's the book. I'll weigh up and light the fire for you. Will you sign the book, sir? Uh, innkeeper? Aye, sir. Could you get us a large whiskey and soda and a few sandwiches? And a glass of milk, please. Oh, yes, a glass of milk. Aye, sir. I'll do that while you're signing the book, sir. Good, we got rid of them. I can't write with my left hand, my dear. You take the pen. Come on, take it. 
sooner you get used to writing your new name, the better. Oh, really? Mr. and Mrs. Henry Hopskin, the Holly Shocks, Hammersmith. I tell you, I can't stand this any longer. I'm going downstairs to tell the whole story. Do you think you can drag me with you? Oh. Do you want, do you want me to hang for a murder I never committed? Well. So long as they hang you, I really don't care whether you did it or not. Can I come in, sir? Oh, come in, come in. Oh yes, we were, uh, we were, uh, we were just getting well warm here the, before the fire. <laughs> I can see that. I thought you might like this hot water bottle for your bed. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> Would you like a hot water bottle? <laughs> Wouldn't you, my sweet? <laughs> yes, darling. <laughs> well, good night. Oh, oh, I say, please don't go. Why not? Is there anything wrong? You've got to help me. What's the matter? I, I... Well, she wants to tell you something, that's all. <laughs> now, we, uh, we're, uh, we're a runaway couple. I knew it all this time. You're so much in love. <laughs> I could see it. Are they after you? Oh, yes, yes, but you won't give us away, will you? Of course not. A good night to you both. You'll not be disturbed. Don't you dare try anything like that again. <sighs> all right. <sighs> I won't. Don't rub it in. Look, can we get these handcuffs off? I want to very much in the morning. Well, why not now? Because I'm sleepy. Well, I'm not. Well, if we get these handcuffs off, I'd have to stay up all night watching you. Hmm. Would that be so terrible? No, no. I like watching you. If only we weren't so sleepy. Come along. I'm going to bed. Oh. Well, it's going to be a little difficult, isn't it? No, I don't think so. I'll stretch out and, you know... Well, just... I'm going to sit up. Well, you'll have to sit on the side of the bed. Come along. Come on here. We'll both be comfortable. Oh, you're really most inconsiderate. What are you doing with the hairpin? Well, I've heard that you can unlock handcuffs with a hairpin. You're welcome to try. Don't let me disturb you. Get right off to sleep. Good night. is a hotel. I, I uh, suppose you get a few old people this time of the year. I. You didn't happen to have anyone tonight, did you? I. They weren't by any chance a young couple, were they? Them? <laughs> oh, two old maids they was, and stale too. Oh. Could we have a couple of whiskey sodas? I I'll fetch it from the back room. We got a public telephone. Right there behind you. Thank you. 
Oh, Neil Shilock. 532. Strange place, this. Hmm. Uh. Hello? Hello, Professor Jordan? No, it hasn't gone well. The girl handed him over to us, thinking we were detectives. We had to take her as well because he told her everything. Yeah. They got away. Yes, yes. I see. I see. You're going where? Well, well good luck, Professor. Goodbye. What now? Well, the professor's going to clear out. It's too dangerous with Hannah A on the loose. He's warning the whole 39 steps. Will he be able to get the secret out of England? Yes. He's picking up our friend at the London Palladium tomorrow. Everything's going to be all right. <sighs> Pamela? Pam? Good Lord, she's gone. <laughs> I haven't gone. I'm over here by the fireplace. What's the idea? How'd you get out of these handcuffs? Well, I told you I'd open them up with my hairpin. Why didn't you run away? I did. But just as I was going, I discovered that you were speaking the truth. So, I decided to stick with you. Well, may I ask what earthquake caused your brain to work at last? Uh, well, I left the room and went out to the landing last night. Those two men were downstairs and I heard them phoning. What'd they say? A lot of stuff about the 39 steps. Someone's going to warn them. How can you warn steps? Go on. Well, somebody called the professor is taking the secret out of London. He's picking up someone at the London Palladium today. The London Palladium? I don't know what theater has to do with it, but come on, we're going to London. You're quite right, madam. It's true the Air Ministry has a new thing that quite a lot of people are interested in. Well then, please. But they're positive, and no papers are missing about. Uh, it would be of any use to at all to a spy. But I tell you, I'm quite certain there's a man leaving the country tonight with something. Since you telephoned from Scotland this morning, we've made the most extensive inquiries. Uh. Well, it's obvious that I'm wasting my time here. Oh, just a moment, please, miss. There is one thing you haven't told us. Where's Richard Hannay? I haven't the faintest idea. I see. Well, you're in the telephone book, aren't you? Yes. If anything crops up, we'll give you a ring. Thank you. Goodbye, Commissioner. Good boy. Henry, get a couple of men and follow that girl. She'll lead us to Hannay, all right? Oh, <laughs> 
tune before at the music hall. Annabella. Ladies and gentlemen, with your kind attention and permission, I have the honor of presenting to you one of the most remarkable men in the world. Every day he commits to memory 50 new facts and remembers every one of them. The same little man. I've got it. I've got it. All information is inside Mr. Memory's head. I don't understand. Don't you see? The papers were borrowed, memorized by Mr. Memory, and then replaced. Oh, yes. Thank you. A question, please, ladies, first. Who was the queen of England? First husband. How do you do this? How, how do you? How do you? How do you fire a car? Mr. Hannay, police, come along. Oh, the police. Well, well, listen. There's something you ought to know. Uh, come quietly. Oh yes, but the man on stage. Oh. Look here, old man, you don't want to cause trouble and spoil other people's entertainment, do you? Now, now then, come quietly. One at a time, please, one at a time. One question, please. Now, wait a minute, officer. Mr. Memory, Mr. Memory, what are the 39 steps? Come on, answer up. What are the 39 steps? The, 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 the 39 steps? The, the, the 39 steps? Answer me, what are the 39 steps? The 39 steps is the name of an organization of spies collecting information on behalf of the Foreign Office of... The professor! There's the professor fired that shot! Come on! <laughs> Alright, he's still conscious. We've got a man who shot him, sir! Good. All right, Mr. Honey. What was it you wanted to ask him? Mr. Memory, what is the secret formula the professor had you memorized? Will it be all right? Are you telling you, sir? Yes. The, the professor sent me. I'm the manager to tell it to. Big job to learn it. Biggest job I've ever tackled. Don't want to throw it away. It will be quite all right. The first feature of the new engine is greatly increased ratio of compression represented by R1 minus 1 over R to the power of gamma. Angle of 45 degrees, dimensions of cylinders as follows. The device renders the engine completely silent. Am I right, sir? Quite right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I'm glad. 
Tickets? Tickets, please. Oh, um, I have it right here. Let's see. Oh, here we are. Hmm. Well, going to Scotland, eh? Yes. Holiday? No. Live there? Unfortunately. Well, have a good trip, miss. Thank you. The diner will be open in another hour. Oh, I don't believe I'll want any dinner. Take it, please. Well, I just gave my ticket to... <gasps> Richard! May I sit down? Well, of course. What are you doing on this train? I'm going back to Scotland. Holiday? No. Well, you certainly don't live there. <laughs> no. Richard Hannay, we're not starting this all over again. They're not after you again. No, no, this time I'm not being pursued. Well, what then? This time, I'm doing the pursuing. <laughs> Come here. Oh, Richard. <laughs> I think I'm going to like Scotland this time. <laughs> so concludes Hudson Valley Radio Theater's production of The 39 Steps. This broadcast featured the talents of Dan Anderson, Jessica Boyd, Ellen Pavlov, John Remington, Tom Roberts, and Lauren Thayer. The 39 Steps was directed by me, your host, Frank Marquette. Sound and audio editing was provided by Kenny Dreo. Our sponsor for The 39 Steps is Studio KTM the Hudson Valley's only naturally certified organic hair color location. Dedicated to unparalleled personal service and attention to detail in a uniquely calm and welcoming setting, Kristen Marquette turns your cut color or keratin service into art you wear. Unwind and renew knowing Kristen uses only the best in clean and green products for your health and beauty. Studio KTM consultation and appointments are available by calling 845-758-6092. Thank you for listening to Hudson Valley Radio Theater's production of The 39 Steps and for being part of our world of imagination and mystery.